Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for the Jeremy Paul Show with your hosts, Mark Stafford and Gustavo and Jeremy Paul. Jeremy Paul Show. Oh, Manat, Manawatia, Amatariki, JP, Jeremy Paul. I'm joined by the great man, All Black Proc, Gustavo, Meet Wallaby Hooker, Jeremy Paul. Kia ora, boys. What is this time? This is outrageous. <laughs> Mate. Stat holiday, fresh and early morning, isn't it? Get up, yeah. hear the birds. Well, mate, if you got another event, you got to go to get some. Cash, cash? No, what? no cash, cash on a stat day, mate. It's just um, company man said I'll fill him for breakfast on a stat holiday. <laughs> company man, there it is. <laughs> I was just talking to Gus about your career, actually, and he said, who was the hooker that he used to have to battle for the number two jersey? And you didn't really battle anyone. You wore it nearly every test. But who who was who was nipping at your heels? Um, oh, look, I, I had a few battles, actually. Um, over my time, like, I... Oh God! There was Phil Kearns at the start, Michael Foley, uh, Brendan Cannon, um, Adam Fry, Stephen Moore. Nice. Um, they all had a crack at the title. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't crack the top. <laughs> Angus, bro, I remember you playing in was it 2014 with the Tars? To 20, uh, 16 and seventeen. Yeah. Twenty sixteen. Sorry. Mate, you played for Norths, didn't you? Up Norths. the up the Northies, we are the Northy yeah. boys. We make the loudest yes. noise. <laughs> yes. Yes. Shoot yes. your so, champions, brother. Man, I do remember that final. Actually, I remember you, mate. You dusted them up that day. Yeah, um, they they had a uh, Tolu Latu, who's you know normally a hooker. They put him at loose head, and that was the first mistake they made. And then, um, <laughs> oh yeah, no. that's a sweet ride for a tight head prop. Oh yeah, here's a hooker lined it up. Thanks for coming, <laughs> Tolu. <laughs> 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 uh, I, oh wow! What, is that, no, is that your club? No, is that your club, that Sydney? Year. Sydney What's Uni. That, oh, you, you're oh, down in Canberra. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit further up north. But Simon Cron was your coach, wasn't it? Yeah, he, yeah. Cron was there. The coach of the yeah the Western Force. So, mate, I thought I thought he's had a great year this year. Personally, I've, I've known Simon as well for a number of years, and I'm, I honestly think he's going to be a great Super Rugby coach, if not one day. Potentially a wallaby coach, mate. What was your what was your experience with him? Pretty pretty early on. Uh, well, I mean, he's 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 almost like a I wouldn't say ADHD, but he's very energetic. You know, he's got he's got ideas flying out. He's he's up and you know he's talking to you. Um, but what what he built at uh, Norse was that culture. Like that, I reckon mm. that's where it started. He connected the 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 prems right down to the Colts. Always had a big team huddle. At the start of training, always trained together. Uh, the the reserves would would go up against the A's, and um, that was the first start. And then it was it was all about the, the the basics and the simple parts of the game that you really had to nail. So not getting too flashy before you know, not running before you could walk, um, would break things down. And then I suppose just to see what he's done over at the Force, 
um, you can see something's building there. You know, he's brought some players that he worked with, uh, Michael Wells, who was at Norths and, and the Tars and, and Rebels, um, brought him over. Uh, he's got some leadership, got some good young players coming through. So, mate, like you said, I, I wouldn't be surprised if a few years down the track he, he gets up that, that picking order. Yeah, look, he's... Mate, I, I, I like the fact you got Nick White as well over there. But, um, but hey, look, let's talk about Test Rugby, man. I was just, I think you've had a wonderful career, Gus, and, I've, mate, I'm a big fan of yours. Mate, well done. Awesome. Let's talk some Test Rugby. Um, New Zealand scored 40 points last week. South Africa scored 40 points last week. Let's hit that one first. And we've, uh, we've discussed who we actually, this is what you think will happen, not what you want to happen. Gus thinks the All Blacks 12 and under. I think South Africa 12 and under for a raft of reasons. What do you actually think is going to happen, given it's not at Eden Park? Oh, no, I, th- I, think, the, I think the All Blacks, like, I, th- I think they are well, well sorted here. Like, for, for a fantastic win over the Springboks this weekend. I, I, think, I think what's, you know when you're humming, when you're third, String ten plays the way Damian McKenzie played last week. When you know you got players in the squad that play at a play at a level and are putting pressure on, like you, you think of the ten position, Richard Moonga this weekend. You got Bowden Barrett playing fifteen. Then you got someone like Damian McKenzie comes on, leads the side, and directs the team around like that. You you know then your your, your plays, your formations. Um, your direction around the field. If that's coming from your third string ten, you, your your whole squad is on point. That's how I see it. I see when guys are coming in and can seamlessly fit into a squad where you've got all your plays and they run them to put. Going over to Argentina and playing those guys over there, they would have been pumped. And look, we saw in the first couple of minutes when Argentina went over, right? Mind you, the Wallabies did the same thing too. <laughs> it was the only time they played footy. My God, why did you keep kicking it? But anyway, we'll finish off the All Blacks in Argentina. Um, I, I just thought, I, I, mate, I, I thought they just fit into their into their formations, into their. Um, into their shape incredibly well. And I, I just think that the side that they picked, this looks like the side, doesn't it? This looks like their number one side. I, I can't see really any changes. Maybe Caleb Clark for Mark Talia, maybe, or Will Jordan, depending on his. Uh, it's great to see Will Jordan back too, mind you. Love watching that kid play. Um, not too many, not too there's maybe Sam Whitelock in the second row. Uh, I think that back row with Fazell. I'm so glad they stuck with him. I thought he was. I thought he's really deserves a spot, particularly after the game last year. But um, yeah, I, I love it. I, I think it's a really well balanced side, hard working side, hard working back three. Oh, yeah. No, this is the team. I, I think they'll. No, they'll be 13 plus. Oh, oh wow, Jer- Jeremy! T- I, I, I like nicknames, bro. So I feel like Jeremy's quite—it's quite, you know, I, I don't know, formal. What, 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 do you, what do you go by? What can I oh, can man, I slide my, into nickname my, basis or? Yeah, 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 no, no, of course, bro. My 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 nickname was Ming the Merciless. Um, Ming <laughs> Ming. For what is that Ming. from? Uh, bloody Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon, yeah, because I was I was a bit merciless on and off the field. So. Um, <laughs> 
Oh, so <laughs> what, I'll just I'm call you Ming, with. do I? No, nah, it was because of my Asian appearance. So they reckon every time I, you know, every time you went to go and have a get your photo taken in the program, right? The the photographer would always make you stand in front of the sun. And my eyes, man, I'd be like... <laughs> it's it's a tough like, world out there, brother. Mate, I'd be squinting in every program, every goddamn program. Ah, Ming. Mate, even my mate's kids, like all the guys I played with, actually one of my mate's little boys, now he's not so little anymore, just signed with the NRL Bulldogs for four years. Great little footy player. Um, and he's called me Uncle Ming since he was two. So. Oh, well, there you go. Ming. <laughs> Uncle Ming. I don't really have any cool ones like that, bro. I'm just like, I'm the classic shorten your name down to Gus. Uh, I've been called Chops. I've been called Scraps by some of the boys, but nothing's really stuck. So uh, I, I suppose... Bro, Gus... nothing ever does with a tight head prop, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, not your, Mate. I'm not your classic tight head prop. I'm probably... I, I bucked the trend a little bit, I think. I'm oh. usually... I'm handing out the nicknames. Oh, bro, you, you, you've never been stuck in a car with Alice... Um, with Big Al Baxter and Ben Darwin, mate. <laughs> that, don't ever get stuck in a car with those two blokes, ever, ever again. Tight props, man. When you when they start talking about architecture and Discovery Channel, oh, straight that, out. That mate. sounds, that sounds thinking? like a good conversation, doesn't it? <laughs> can, can I ask both of you uh, separately, same question about James Slipper. His nickname should be Melbeck because he gets better with age. James Slipper is... Such a good player, JP, and I think he gets better every year. Oh, look, the thing with slips, I think when when you go through, look, he's had a – he did have a little bit of a turbulent time within his career, um, fell off the rails a little bit. And I think once you go through a scenario where everything could be lost, um, I think he's just really changed his focus and his um, – you know, and his attitude and his, his maturity, right? Like, and I think – as as and being down in the Brumby system too. Look, Brumby system has always brought players, well, made players better. Um, Canberra's conducive. Gus would know about Canberra. It, there's nothing to do there but play sport, mm. and it's it's conducive to produce players. Um, there's very very strong camaraderie within Canberra um, because again, there's there's you don't have family really there. A lot of players come into state so you bought you you bond really really closely down there and i just i, I feel someone like slips needed canberra at a certain point in his career and uh, look i think redemption is within sport um and how slips plays look uh, he's he's not as quick as he used to be but he knows where to be right like i think that with all that experience he shows up in the right place he's very strong and set piece mind you last week um, yeah, we weren't. It was too much of a stop-start game last week. The the Wallabies need to be. Remember, we spoke about this stuff about having a game, a game B, plan B, plan C. And last week, I felt the Wallabies just stuck to their their um, A game. Like they they had this one plan to go out and and kick. And if you don't kick, if you don't have the perfect kicking game and altitude, that extra ten to fifteen meters just completely nullifies your kicking game. And we never saw the Wallabies hold the ball except for the first three to five minutes and the last three to five minutes. <laughs> and so, you know, for me, the discipline as well, I think, I think, um, you know, the, the, the amount of penalties the Wallabies were allowed just to alleviate that pressure. Um, never really 
never, Wallabies never really got in the game between that sort of seven, between that 70 minutes. Um, and I, uh, South Africa weren't flash. It wasn't anything really that South Africa did. Um, the Wallabies basically gave the game to them on a platter. So it'll be interesting to see how, like, I love the way Eddie's just wielded the axe. I love that. I love the way he's come in and he's gone. I don't think you players realise, but you don't have any history with me. <laughs> Boom, you're gone. And so I think I think that would put quite quite a good different feeling throughout the camp. Like so, you know, when you've been an incumbent player for so long, um, or you've been in and out of the squad for quite a while, for quite a while, having an axe wielded like this is, I, I think, it's actually really good. For the mental, for the mental side of things, for the psyche, just puts everyone back on their toes. Like, if you do not play as though this is your last game, it will be. So, I, I like the changes. Um, I like Jed Holloway coming into six. Um, I I saw this kid at lunch. I did a Southern Districts lunch, and I remember Stephen Larkin was the assistant coach, and I remember ringing him from this lunch. I hadn't even seen this Jed Holloway play. But just the pure size of this young bloke, I just went. I rang Stephen Larkin at that lunch and went, "Mate, have you signed this kid? Like he's playing for Southern Districts um, Shoot Shield, and oh, it's great to see he's gone on. I've actually got to know Jed throughout. Um, through uh, we had the local NRC, the national competition. He was part of the Rams, and yeah, lovely, lovely young guy. And I, I, it's great to see he's got a start at six. Um, and Samu Karevi been. I think that him is number 12, um, one of the best 12s, I believe, in the world. And um, I, I just hope he stays injury-free. So it's great to see him um, getting a start. And obviously, Michael Hoover with Fraser McWright. Like, God, we can produce a seven, can't we? Oh, the God, long line of great seven. Is this, do you yeah. think this is a, a changing of the guard? Fraser McBride well, taking that seven jersey? Well, it's funny, man. Like, it, there's always a big scalp in a Rugby World Cup. Like, I just, I go back. I go, when people ask me about my Rugby World Cups, I go, yeah, I won one, I lost one, didn't get picked for one. Like, that was, um, there's always a scalp, man. There's always a scalp. So, he's, they, they have basically four more games, obviously, including this one, um, with two, well, two left against, uh, the All Blacks for the Bledisloe Cup, and then we got a warm up against the French over in France before the Rugby World Cup. So they've only got four games to impress. So it'll be interesting to see what the turn of events. And I just want to see them play footy. I really do. I really want to see them just play footy. I understand like a kicking game, particularly in South Africa, particularly in in Pretoria, like in in altitude. Yes, you definitely use that extra. 10 metres in the air, 10 metres further, but uh, I just didn't get to see them play. So we just, it's hard to comment on where they're at um, when we didn't really get to see anything much last week. So um, two interesting games this weekend, boys. Like I'm real, I'm, I'm pumped to see, like, but I, I, I honestly believe the All Blacks will win 13 plus. I think they're just humming. Yeah, humming. I, I want to talk about someone who's humming on on the Wallaby side. Someone I watched with the Rebels that I was quite impressed with. Young man's got the mullet. Do, do you think it's time to give Carter Gordon a, a start? I, I mean, he came off the bench last week, impressed, a little bit of a spark. I, I feel like he's he's the next guy at 10. Oh, he's definitely the next guy at 10, but the, I think that's the pertinent point, the next guy. Like, I think um, 
Oh, look, he's got he's got a lot of talent. Um, we can see that. Um, you know, he'd be fearless too, right? Mm. Like being young, you don't really understand. But trying to control the game from the start as a young kid who's just played his full first. And, th- and that's, I, th- I think that's where sometimes we can actually lose good young players as well. If we don't transition them properly and we don't build their confidence. Um, I, no, I th- look, I think if Carter Gordon can come on, G- uh, Gordon Carter, sorry, if, I think if he can come on like he did, uh, I think that's his spot at the moment this year. Like, you just don't, uh, particularly at 10, you, you, we don't need to rush these things. I, huge talent, huge talent, but that's all he is at the moment is a huge talent. JP, we've got to scoot off. Thanks for getting up nice and nice and early. You're on breakfast duty oh, now. Pleasure, bro. Hey, bro, one more, one second. Before the Ashes, I want to name this side, right? Yeah. David Warner is under the pump. You know the side I'd like to see? I'd like to see Uzi Kwaja, like Travis Head open. Ooh. I'd like to see Travis Head, Labashley, Smith, and I'd like to actually see uh, Mitch, Mitch Marsh. your favourite cricketer. Mitch Marsh and Cameron Green play in the same game. I think I think it's time. I think Travis Head has opened up before, and I'd like to see him open up. He's very similar to Warner, but Australia to win the Ashes three one. Wallabies to win. All Blacks thirteen plus. Come on, go on, and up the Warriors. Up the Warriors. <laughs> up the Warriors. Oh, Roger to a master check. Oh, I can't believe he's <laughs> oh. Thanks, JP. Cheers, bro. Cheers, Ming. Pleasure, brother. Cheers, <laughs> man. Uncle Ming out of Australia. Great to catch up with Jeremy Paul. We'll have a very quick break. I think we've got a choice flooring poll result coming up after this break. It is on the SENZ app. Interesting reading. Get on there. Vote for All Blacks 12 and under, South Africa 12 and under. What you think will happen, not what you want to happen, what you think will happen. We'll have that results before the end of the show. We'll be back in a tick.